Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. It's really a great pleasure to be here with you all. Um, you know, we have just an incredible situation going on in the world. I mean, did you ever think that we would have a geopolitical situation like what we're uh, witnessing right now? You know, we have economic alliances that are turning into military alliances. We have another great war in Europe. We have infighting in NATO that is uh, very blatantly apparent, and that doesn't even really come from the conspiracy space. That comes from mainstream news. Um, you know, there is panic in the deep state with the Pfizer and the, you know, the plan to exterminate mankind and on all of the feeder arms that went into that. They're all becoming exposed steadily more and more every day. Um, Twitter trends, you know, calling attention, Twitter trends, excuse me, calling attention to these same sorts of issues. Fauci, Fauci lied and millions died, died suddenly. COVID-19, Wuhan lab. These are all, these are all hashtags that I've seen in the last seven days. Um, so this is, this is a very... You know, this is a really cool time to be alive, folks. It's really a testament to where we've come and, and how far we're going to go with this. And this is going to turn out to be their, their undoing. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, you, you came on the scene very rapidly with Q News Patriot, uh, SG, and you, you've done an amazing job. We all, you know, thank you. Appreciate all the uh, research that you put into this and your insights and so forth. And uh, Dr. Christian Northrup, uh, always love having you on. You, you've done an amazing job. Uh, you're... Definitely a visionary. Uh, just before uh, a friend of mine heard that you were coming on, and she said that in 2019, she heard you talk about how there was going to be this type of vaccine that came in that was going to have all these things that could, like, you know, track us and cause all these problems for us and all this. Oh, she said, it's because of you. She didn't get vaccinated. So thank you. I'm sure that happened for a lot of people. So you're obviously board certified OBGYN. You've been on, you you're multiple best-selling author. You've been on Oprah numerous times on all of the talk shows, but then something happened, and you you took you stayed with the truth. You uh, basically revealed, you know, this this the evil that was coming into the world, and you got ostracized by that that community. But this community has really embraced you, and we love and, and cherish you. So thank you so much for all that you do. <clears throat> thank you. Actually, nothing happened to me. It happened to them. I mean, I just stayed on the same track I'd been on for 30 years and, you know, always telling the truth. It's just that this particular truth, they really tried hard not to get you to believe. I mean, I've been ostracized for my views on everything, you know, delayed cord clamping, circumcision, uh, omega-3 fats for uh, in, in baby formula. I mean, I've been on the cutting edge of this stuff for a long time, never vaccinated my own kids. Uh, but COVID was a bridge too far. And many of my so-called holistic uh, functional medicine colleagues just fell off the truck. I mean, it was stunning to see that. I don't know if that happened to you or SG, probably it did. The people that you thought were going to be the most in your camp bailed early on. <clears throat> and what it's done, it has created what you said, SG, this incredible network of strong humans who are holding the line. And now that we have so many vaccine injured people, it's funny when you said it's a great time to be alive. It is, unless you're dead, unless you died suddenly. And those numbers, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we lose as Dr. Richard Fleming pointed out, 
we lose more people every week than were lost in all but the five bloodiest wars. I mean, we have in millennials, millennials alone, we have lost the equivalent of the loss in the Vietnam War, 61 million. Mm. Um, I mean, 61,000. So there, this is the reality that's going to hit people right between the eyes. And I don't know how many are going to actually be able to handle it because of the extreme cognitive dissonance, like everything you thought was good, like Disney, Mm. like the Hollywood movie stars, uh, all of that stuff, everything that you thought was good was captured. You know, the CIA, the FBI, uh, frankly, as far as I can tell, almost every county official in in the country, almost every attorney general. I mean, we started in Maine with uh, Maine Stands Up, a little group. I started in my living room when they were locking everything down. You're in Florida. So you you don't, uh, well, you probably moved there when you saw the handwriting on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but we were, I, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if we're still under a state of emergency. I think Los Angeles finally decided, oh, I guess we can not be an emergency. And just remember, everyone, they're going to push this thing till the wheels fall off. So now we got Marburg and they're starting in, starting Mm. in, starting in. If people are still watching CNN, if they're still uh, reading the New York Times, the Washington Post, all we can do is pray for them because they're MK altered to the point where they can't even see what's in front of them. We had, uh, I, I follow Jeff Childers, uh, Coffee and COVID. He always gives the the death statistics and all the celebrities dying and the mainstream media, uh, you know, they're baffled. Oh, we're baffled. It's insanity, insanity. So where I am now is we love you, you people who've been vaccinated. We particularly love Roseanne Barr for her Fox special. Did you see it? Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. It, it she's incredible show. Oh my oh, God. Really? She just brings in her AR 15 or whatever they are. And just <laughs> lasts the audience. <laughs> I just sat there saying, where am I? I mean, it felt, <laughs> felt so, so vindicated. I mean, whoa. However, here's what I want people to know. God can heal anything. And I love what you said long ago, SG on one of your talks. And it was, that you're not going to live in a world and neither am I where all these people who really out of total innocence, babies, you know, they, you can give that shot to six month olds to nine year olds. We've got woke parents giving the shot to their, you know, 13 year olds for their birthday. Woo. Um, But they're innocent. Those kids are innocent. And I know that God can heal anything. Mm. It's not okay with me to have this plummet in um, uh, people able to get pregnant and so on. Uh, I'm friends with one of our legislatures here in Maine, and she told the University of Maine system, you're not going to get any money until you stop those mandates. And Mm. you probably saw the San Diego and the San Diego school board, the California Supreme Court just ruled that they had no jurisdiction whatsoever to do the mask or the COVID mandates. And if any student got injured as a result of those things, it's on them, they're liable. This is the kind of thing that's gonna turn it around. Now, in the meantime, everybody, you go to the um, worldserviceinstitute.org. That's my friend, Robert Fritchie, chemical engineer. He's been working with divine love, God's love for 
30 years. He worked with Marcel Vogel, who had 100 patents in crystal technology with IBM. Mm. Yeah. And those two did all kinds of uh, healing work. He literally, at first they used crystals. And he said, wait, you're the crystal. Your teeth are crystals. Your fascia is crystal. Your bone is crystal. You're the crystal. You can receive uh, divine love, the most healing force in the world. So worldserviceinstitute.org, everyone needs to know about that. He just put out a petition for East Palestine because you can also heal air and water. And then we got all the other systems, you know, the, the EE system, um, uh, the pulse electromagnetic field stuff that's coming out. Sooner or later, we'll have med beds. I heard of one in Arizona, apparently uh, regrew a dog's leg, but it took three times because the dog was very used to being three-legged. So, you know, it takes a while. If you if you are really dedicated to a certain way of being, and then suddenly you're whole, it's going to be a while. It's like those people, um, you know, who are blind or who are deaf, and then suddenly they can see or hear. It's a big adjustment. So uh, in the meantime, you know, we got to get out the parasites. It's my, uh, my colleague, Dr. Lee Merritt. Uh, you can do uh, parasites, by the way, turpentine, food grade, incredible. You know, it's like the essential oil of a pine. Mm. That, gets it, that gets the parasites. Cloves gets them out. Um, fenben, fenbendazole, um, ivermectin, even the horse paste. I'm just going to go here in public and tell you the horse paste is fine for humans, despite, yep. you know, what CNN says. Um, all those things. We have a lot, a lot of things to help people, a lot. So no one needs to suffer. But the first thing you have to do is you got to have a little crack in that woke armor that says, hmm, maybe, maybe I've been duped. Maybe I've been duped. And maybe people like you and me are not mere racist, transphobic, anti-Semitic, anti-vac, whatever it is that, that they have called. Maybe they knew something maybe <laughs> wow that's beautiful uh a great way to start it off uh so sg i saw on uh q news patriot and uh dr Northrop just mentioned it about the marburg uh what what do you what do you have as far as marburg you do you believe that's uh the next thing they have coming in without question yeah um, I'm, I'm satisfactorily convinced because we have kinetic real world actions being taken by what's remaining in this deep state apparatus. We've got the Department of Health and Human Services parting ways with significant amounts of money um, investing into a Marburg response plan. We've got the DHS involved in this. We've got the CDC involved in this, bankrolling these quarantine camp kind of things. And a lot of people are going to hear me say this stuff and they're going to accuse me of spreading fear porn. And that's not the intention at all. Mm -hmm. I don't want anyone to, to hear what I'm saying and just jump in fear and, and freak out that there's another attempt coming. It makes sense that there would be another attempt coming. Um, we forced these people to essentially compress their timetable so much that it's going to be their own implosion. It's going to cause the destruction of the old system at the same time that it's causing, as Dr. Northrop just pointed out, everyone to really start looking around and questioning things. And, you know, a good example of this being Woody Harrelson on SNL. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, beautiful. so as we go through this process, you know, it's, we've known for a while that they had multiple pandemics that they wished to attempt in the original plan. We knew that with the accelerated timetable and the interruption with president Trump and what I believe to be a military white hat Alliance, that we've had a serious compression and destabilization of that original plan. And so we're sort of plugging along as best we can while there's a good and 
uh, good versus evil back and forth going on in the world right now. Um, what a lot of people call behind the scenes, but I just, I just term it those areas of uh, government and those areas of military operations that you really wouldn't hear about much or, or have really reason to worry about too much. But that's where a lot of this concentrated shadow power has always been. The World Economic Forum published a response video to Marburg and um, essentially talked about what's going on in Africa and things like that and advised about travel and you know, referenced Ebola cases in the UK and the US. And so this is, we're clearly setting a narrative table here. Also, if we go back and we look at the research um, and especially the clinical trials that have been going on with hemorrhagic fever vaccines, it's very, it's very similar in pattern to what we had going on with these coronavirus vaccines and these, these test programs that were patented as early as 2012, 2014 in some cases. So I think that that is the next play. Now, I think we're also racing against the clock and in some respects to get people awake to that because the more people who are awake to the agenda by the time we arrive at such a point, I think we can really accelerate the process of bringing down the cabal's control matrix and establishing we the people in key areas, starting in our communities and then going forward from there. You know, we have to remember that we have, we have lived and we are still living through the greatest series and sequences of crimes that have ever been committed against mankind ever. This is an original moment in history. And so our response, I think, has to be very methodical and very strategic. And I think there's a great deal to be said about allowing them to buffoon themselves out into the open for all to see. No. <laughs> Scott McKay says, never interfere with an enemy in the, in the uh, process of destroying itself. Right. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty much what we're seeing. We're seeing these guys in uh, like uh, the Nazis of World War II where they had the Battle of the Bulge. So it's, it's a last ditch, you know, Hail Mary type of uh, uh, event we're seeing with all the attacks we're seeing around the world. Uh, in Ohio, I think I just saw there was a fourth attack on a, uh, a, a plant. So these, these plants, if you look deeper into them, they're metallurgy plants and some of the chemicals that were on that train are utilized in uh, gun manufacturing. So, uh, so they're, they're coming at us in a lot of different ways. Uh, we have to be aware of that. I think that as, as a community earth community, we have to like start to become more aware and start to be more vigilant. And I think that, uh, you know, this information, like SG was just talking about people, don't, people want to say you're fear mongering. No, as, as a Navy SEAL and the CIA, we wanted to have all the things that were going on around us so we can make informed decisions in case one of those things would pop up. And I, I've been in many, many operations and they never went as planned, but you want to have as many uh, variables as possible. So your mind is open, your mind is, uh, you know, cre creating options that uh, might come up in case of these these uh, events. So we're seeing a multi-pronged attack on us, not just for, with the uh, vaccination, but also with these these planned attacks everywhere. I think sleeper cells are actually being activated, uh, probably come across the border and, and so forth. What, what are your thoughts on, uh, you know, some of this stuff, uh, uh, Dr. Northrup and, uh, you know, how we can, uh, you know, start to, you know, band together. I think the most important thing is you right within your real community, like the people next door. What we did starting in 2020 is we got Maine organized into about 13 different communities. So we now have uh, farmers who could feed all of us in that group. Um, you know, they're growing wheat. Uh, we've We've just gotten together so we know who to trust, where the food is. Um, a, a lot of guys, ex-military, uh, a lot of people who are uh, faith-based. It, it tends, you know, we take everybody. We're nonpartisan. We're non-religious. Uh, 
but we just know where we, where each other is. So I feel like if anything were to happen, I know whose house to go to. Um, I know who's got the food, uh, all the rest of it. I think this is, the, you know, one of the reasons that they kept us six feet apart, the uh, electromagnetic field, the aura of a human is about six feet. It can be more than that if you're, you know, depending on how holy you are. Um, you know, I used to think that the Dalai Lama was holy. Apparently his aura was, you know, like a mile in front of him. I'm not so sure anymore. But anyhow, um, if you are to, you know, what uh, what did Jesus say? If two or more are gathered together, there will I be also. When you're within six feet of another individual, there's a third force there which is God. It's like the two of you together, one and one into you make this third entity where there's way more intelligence. So when you can get together in small groups, and of course, that's how they started the Revolutionary War, small groups in taverns. And that's what we are. We're kind of like the Thomas Paines of, of our time. And we have to also remember, it doesn't take that many of us to turn the tide. What it does take is people who are high frequency, the stuff that you teach, high frequency in their sixth sense, which should be the first sense, which is the intuition. Your intuition, your ability to see what's coming, to feel it. And at the same time, please understand Ebola, Marburg, all of that stuff, even in those places where there has been contagion, if you're really healthy, this stuff generally does not harm you. We need to realize they have been banging this uh, contagion drum since the time of smallpox. There were entire towns in England that survived smallpox with fresh air, sunshine, clean water, and quarantining the actual sick, which is what they should have done with COVID, except that we know that was a bioweapon that was supposed to kill us. So, uh, you know, they've been, and emerging infectious disease, that's in the medical literature starting in the 80s, we'd see emerging infectious disease. Like, where did that emerge from? Well, now we know. They planned it. They have kept humanity in a prison for probably well, centuries, maybe the last 6,000 years. It's biblical. Cain versus Abel. Cain ate Abel. We're getting rid of the bloodline of Cain, says Gene Decode. And I believe that that's, that's the truth. So in the meantime, um, fear not. Stay out of fear. It, it's kind of like, um, you know, keep your powder dry, but don't be afraid. And so get together with at least one other person in your neighborhood. I'm friends with Steve Slepovic. You probably know Steve. He is a disaster uh, relief guy. You call him when a hurricane blows off the roof of your hospital. Steve sends his drones down to the border of Mexico and so on. And he said, the most important thing to understand is if they suddenly turn off the power, whatever, if we get the EBS, you've got essentially, he gives you the amount of time You've only got 30 to 40 minutes to get to where you are going to go to ride out whatever it is. So every family needs a plan. If you've got kids in school and something happens, you need a plan to get that kid back home with you within 40 minutes. We don't have a lot of time. It's like when, you're, when your house catches on fire, you have way less time than you think. I've heard it's like five minutes and that's it. So Think about those things, get some food, uh, you know, put by uh, beans and rice. It doesn't have to be expensive. 
Um, and we hope that this won't happen. And then at the same time, keep your prayer life active. Uh, sing, um, play music, dance, do these things that keep us human and high vibe. And remember, we were brought to the edge of the cliff by our own creative abilities. The, the Kabbalah used that. They don't have what humans have. That's why they don't like us. We can create music. We can create anything. They can't create anything. What they can do is make us do it for them. And they do it through fear-mongering. And that is you know, what feeds them, Lush. Uh, when I wrote Dodging Energy Vampires, Lush is sort of writ large. Narcissistic supply is what happens in your individual life if you got a personality disorder in your family, which everyone does because it's one in five people. And they're parasites. Just keep in mind, these people are parasites. And once you get rid of the parasites, whether you do it with horse paste or whether you do it with going to AA meetings or whatever, we all need to get rid of the parasites who have been sucking our energy for a lifetime. And we can do it, but we do it way better in groups. Beautiful, beautiful. And, uh, you know, I just did a show with uh, Scott McKay and, and David Rodriguez, and we talked about uh, David Zuniga, who has a tactical civics and basically talks about how you need to become constitutionally aware. You need to know your rights and uh, constitutional sheriffs and so forth. So that's that's kind of I, I heard you kind of mention where you had some military guys that basically were going to provide a little security, some protection for you. I think that's what we really need. Everyone just bands together like you're talking about uh, and, and we keep each other safe. So SG, what, what are your thoughts on, uh, you know, the, you know, banding together and uh, helping each other out? What, what are you seeing? Well, you know, it's like Dr. Northrup said, that's the way forward. And we're really learning to take back our personal accountability and our personal authority in sectors of our lives that we don't think impact the greater whole, but they really do. Um, we're learning how to be self-sustaining again. We're learning how to break that chain of pain uh, that gets going on when we have our energetic abilities leveraged against us, which, by the way, is exactly like, like Dr. Northrup just described. It's exactly how they survive. It's the only way that they can survive. Yeah. When these individuals participate in the occultic ceremonies that they do, they trade that creative power for real worldly power here in this lifetime. It's a literal soul trade in a sense. They don't trade their life force per se, but they trade the abilities available to them on this side of that life force. And so in doing so, they lose the ability to control and direct their own uh, thoughts, to control and direct their own reality. A good example of this being Lady Gaga. I watched an interview recently. I had the displeasure of witnessing about six minutes of it. And uh, this individual proceeded to start the same sentence over and over again, more than three dozen times. Um, it, it, it was very much clear that we had a, a situation where there was you know, some sort of synaptic interruption occurring. Um, but yet she seemed extremely coherent when she was talking. It was fluid. It was there. So, you know, it's possible that she was up on that adrenochrome substance, but it's also possible that we just simply have a situation where the brain doesn't work as well as it should because of the activities we as the human being have participated in. And that's really the case with a lot of these folks. Hmm. So banding together is the opposite of that, right? Banding together increases the love that is in this world. And it also increases our self-confidence with one another, which is their death knell. The moment that we have confidence and the moment that we realize just how powerful we are and the fact that there's about a ratio of 245 of us to one of them around the world, <laughs> um, it becomes very, very clear and very um, 
know, sort of tra transparently high flying that we are the future. Uh, they can't be the future. We are the communities. We're the workers. We're the metallurgists. We're the the um, disciplinarians. We're the tradesmen. We're the craftsmen. We're we're the the owners really of our lands and and our heritage, right? And that's what we're being reminded of through this process. You know, when Q says it's biblical, it's biblical for so many reasons. It's biblical because we're literally dropping the bloodline of Cain from the ensnarement of the world. Yes. Um, it's biblical because we are relearning who we really are as children of God. We have limited creative faculties. We're able to control and direct that soul force energy. We're connected to the spirit that creates worlds. We have the ability to blend with that. That's amazing. I mean, one who is connected to that sort of power is more influential than millions who are not. And so being able to connect to that again um, is really what this is all about, right? It's why they've waged war on us for centuries. It's why they've hated us since the beginning of time. It's why they've done everything in their power through our food, air, water, medicine, you know, every faculty of, their, of the system that they built to disempower those spiritual apparatuses. And yet here we are. We're still beating them at their own game. We're still here and, and alive and going well. We're still spreading song and dance. We're still creating works of art, except now we're talking about all of them by name. So, <laughs> so we are, we are leveraging the power of the, in, of the, you know, I call it the spiritual matrix. It's really, you know, the quantum field, the same, we're talking about the same thing when we use those terms and we're leveraging that power against them. And the way to maximize that is to do exactly as Jesus said, gather together and enhance one another gather together and connect at a soul level. Because when you do that, like Dr. Northrup said, there is a third intelligence that comes into play there. There is a higher channeling, if you will, if I can use the term, a higher connection to that greater spiritual force of all things that is amplified by your ability to amplify one another. And that's really how we win. And also now notice a couple things. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. How does it happen? You know how long it takes to make a movie. That the Jesus revolution comes out right about now. And then we have a revival starting at Asbury College in Kentucky. And that revival has gone all over the United States. And we're talking young people, college students coming together to sing songs of praise and worship. I mean, and, and when I heard about it, I wanted to burst into tears and I was on my way to church. And what's so funny is in all of this that started, Clay Clark started at the Rama Bible College. I'd never been to that kind of Christian thing in my whole life. I grew up Episcopalian, played the organ at the church, you know, it's Catholic light, all of that. But when I had people come up to me out there in Oklahoma and say, can I pray for you? Well, yeah. You sure can. And uh, and so I've met this whole new group of people now. I just gave our pastors <laughs> my little come to Jesus PowerPoint like, guys, I know you're down with Jesus, but you really need to know what Satan's been doing. Anyway, it went over really, really well. And uh, and Clay gets a lot of crap from people, you know, about who he has speaking. Apparently, some of the pastors thought I was a witch. Um, who knows, you know, but anyway, he says on stage, he said, listen, aren't you people, don't you call yourself Christians? Mm -hmm. What did Jesus say? Love one another. It's just what you said, S.G. Anon. I don't care if you're Muslim, if you're Buddhist, if you're whatever, but you, if you're going to get through this with flying colors, you better 
connect with God. And here's another thing. As people begin to wake up to the fact that they took the shot, maybe they gave their kids the shot, they're not going to get better until they do this thing called contrition, repentance. I made a mistake. I sullied this temple of God. I did that. I take responsibility for that. And then you're forgiven. But if you stay in the victim mode, well, I didn't know. And, and, and because our intuition, I'm sure many people who took the shot, like the ones I took it to travel. I remember back in 2020, I said, if I have to stay in my backyard the rest of my life, that's what I'm going to do. Yep. I, I'm not taking a shot so that I can keep a job, whatever. I'd live in a tent somewhere. Um, but so you have to somehow admit that you were duped. Otherwise, there's no power there. And, and they're doing that for them. It's like we forgive people for us, not for them. So it's the same. And they've got to forgive themselves, of course. But that's a necessary step. And, you know, the 12 steps of uh, AA are based on the most, uh, the, the spiritual principles of all time that are in every religion. You know, step one, admitted we were powerless. Step two, turned our life over to God. You know, um, so that's what we have to do at this point. But there's been so much damage, so much damage that's been done but God can heal that, including your DNA. But it starts with you admit you had you admit you're powerless. Sorry, that's the first step. I admitted I was powerless, and then two came to believe a power greater than your ego could restore you to sanity. Three, turn it over. Easy. It's like flipping a pancake. Just turn it over. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. And uh, the the love vibration thing is is very powerful. Uh, love thy love thine enemies. That's what I did when I was overseas. And each one of those people that I focused on, whether it was Osama bin Laden or, or whoever it was, within a, a certain time frame, they were gone. Uh, of course, they had the option of going to the light, going to love, but um, they chose to stay in that darkness and they were gone. So loving your enemies, I know it's very, very hard for people to get that concept, but it, it's the most powerful force in the universe. You got to understand that everybody understands that. So by directing that at our enemies, we're weakening them and destroying them. So oh, this is good. Uh, and I also just heard that if you play Gregorian chant, humans mm. can't stand it. They literally run. And I learned from Scott Kesterson, when we sing uh, walls fall, like the walls of Jericho. So ah, singing beautiful. is a frequency. It's a vibration. We also know that love, real love is toxic to a toxic person. And it does. They, they just run from that. Beautiful. And that's, yeah. that's power. Yeah. Very good. Very good. So uh, you have been so instrumental in informing everybody about where this vaccine is, this bioweapon that's been inserted into a lot of people, unfortunately. Hello, this is Michael Jaco. If you want to learn more on how to unleash your own intuition, go to michaelkjaco.com, unleashingintuition.com, where you can find my courses on how to become the master of your own reality. Yeah. Where do you see this going? I, I, I just was reading uh, in Australia, this nursing home uh, where like 23 of the nursing home uh, people had died within the time frame of the, the COVID shot, uh, where normally it would be around maybe three or four. 
uh, because they're elderly, you know, they, they pass at a certain age, but what, what do you, so obviously this vaccination is, is starting to kick in. I know you've, you've done an exceptional job explaining what's going on. What, what are your thoughts on this, this weapon that's uh, been unleashed on us? Well, first of all, that it's a, it's a genocide depopulation uh, agenda. Although Richard Fleming had another way of looking at it, which I thought was fascinating. And he said, no, it's actually uh, these demons, the deep state, they want to live forever. And we're just the lab rat where they're trying to figure out what they need to do uh, in order to live forever. Like, so they're just sort of doing dose dependent stuff. So you've probably all heard that they sent the worst doses to the red states. So if anyone listening is in a blue state and you didn't know, and you just got, let's say the first two, you might well have gotten saline. So this is where you want to just, you know, look up at God and say, oh my God, I missed, I missed a bullet. This is where I'm going to turn my life over to doing good because yeah. I should be dead, that kind of thing. Um, what we know is this, the lipid nanoparticles, which are wrapped around the mRNA, go into the ovaries at 64 times the concentration of any other organ, probably the same with the testicle. We know that uh, there's a 60, has been a 60% drop in sperm count over the last 30 years. Uh, we know that the, uh, the rate of stillborn is up 500%. The rate of fetal malformations is up way beyond what it should be. The number of miscarriages beyond belief. This is all Jim Thorpe's work. He compared those pregnant women who'd had the COVID shot with the pregnant women who had the flu shot. It's beyond any uh, you know p value. It's like what Ed Dowd says about the forty um, percent increase in death in people eighteen to sixty four in the insurance data, and he said that's a uh, a 10% increase that was not expected in that age group is a one in 200 year thing. 40% is, is unheard of. So, but I just talked today to a medical intuitive friend of mine, Julie Ryan, and Julie is a woman of faith. She uses her own energy. And I believe we humans are capable of this. And she said, yep, I go in, I can tell if someone's had a Pfizer because they have the green glow, which is the luciferase. And that's the uh, bioluminescent stuff. And uh, she said, first it goes to one ovary and it looks like it's been charred. And then it goes to the other, does one first, then the other until the ovaries look just all burnt out. But with her power, which is just God, you know, praying medic, he learned how to do this, how to heal. Uh, she can restore the ovaries. And then these women have gotten pregnant, no problem. Um, so again, in any individual, so if there's an individual listening who has a daughter or husband or whatever, we don't know what each individual got. I have a friend in Sarasota, the expiration date on the J&J &J shots that were sent to her office is 2044. Come on. There's no expiration. This is, they're playing with us. So we don't know what people got. So what I would say is if you're healthy right now and you got the shot, then know that certain things, ivermectin can take out the parasites. We know that most cancer is probably parasites. So ivermectin, fasting, sauna, 
uh, vitamins D, C, E. We a lot of us use uh, Cardio Miracle. I don't know if you're familiar with that. That's but there's a million herbs that do this stuff. Being in sunlight, sun gazing decalcifies the pineal. You do that like the first ten minutes at sunrise, the last ten minutes at sunset. You look directly at the sun, start standing barefoot on the ground if you can. We have, you know, three feet of snow that just fell. That won't be happening. But you you just do that and it uncalcifies your pineal. What have we been taught? We've been taught to be afraid of the sun, right? Oh, my God. You know, so Bill Gates is trying to, you know, dim the sun for global warming. No, the sun gives you energy. You're like a plant. So what, what we know in that shot, graphene oxide, parasites, uh, luciferase, uh, magnetic nanoparticles so that they can uh, begin to put you in the matrix with electromagnetic fields. Um, then we know that there are self-replicating, self-assembling microcircuits in gut bacteria from getting that, that shot. But that's only when you're in a electromagnetic field like the 5G towers. And I don't think there's any, as I've heard Gene Decode say, there is there are no 5G towers turned on now. You want to see what that looks like? That was where the Chinese did that and everyone dropped dead. Mm -hmm. uh, so we don't have 5G yet, but we have all those towers. And I remember, and maybe SG, you could talk to this. I remember hearing Gene Decode and maybe Charlie Freak too, yeah. say that they're actually turning those towers into Tesla towers. They're they're turning them into uh, something benign. Same with the wall, that uh, this will be benign for humanity. They they were they meant to turn on the five G. You remember those towers went up like mushrooms when uh, March twenty two started, uh, twenty twenty. But uh, now I'm just wondering, do you have any intel on that? You know, based on my research with the 5G, it looks like we're going to take in, in a similar way that we are converting the mainstream media to tell the truth on themselves. We're going to take their weapons of death and, and destruction and we're going to use them for healing at some point. You know, Donald Trump signed a couple of executive orders related to infrastructure where they really maximized 5G exposure. He wanted 5G everywhere. Um, <laughs> understanding that, you know, and understanding, too, that the president doesn't always have access to deep military intelligence. Um, and that's just, you know, a, a reality here in America that I think many of us have to relearn. You know, yeah. the president is actually not the end of the line in a lot of ways. There are other areas of military intelligence and operations that function sort of sort of strategically at a higher level. Yeah. Um, so, you know, fully understanding that beyond beyond just some of the research, you know, that's pointing me in that direction, it's really difficult to say right now. I don't believe that if, if they're on at all, that we're anywhere near the sort of amplitude that they wanted to put us all through. And the reason I believe that is because in 2016, some 5G towers were turned on at full frequency amplitude in China, central China, and about 90,000 people died in the span of uh, just under 10 days. Yeah. And so you know, 5G radiation at the 440 hertz that it was, you know, initially tuned to, very, very harmful for the red blood cells, very, very harmful for the self-oxygenation process for the body. Right. And so the, and so these, you know, technologies, it would make sense since they can affect us directly at the cellular activity level that we could retune them to something say 432 or 528, which are very healing tones. They're resonant with the DNA and they would help encourage that light based healing and having them everywhere would be the greatest uh, power play flip um, that we could really think of as far as avoiding a mass extinction die-off. And I think that's really what it's going to boil down to. We're, we're racing against the clock, trying to get people to wake up to what really went 
to, you know, to what really went on here in the world before we're forced to accept certain portions of that agenda coming to fruition. And I don't think we're going to allow it to get that far. So, you know, I guess as far as research and, and things like that, that's, that's where I'd leave that. I'm very excited to see where it goes. I'm leery with 5G right now simply because we have so many deep state apparatuses that are still left operating in bureaucratic positions around the world. Yeah. And especially associations and, and telecom companies and things like that who control access to those technologies. But I do believe that we have an all out uh, transdimensional war effort going on to take back these sectors, business, finance, regulation, economy, law. You know, we have to have patriots and positions in these sectors or else we would have to collapse society. And we can't do that. We have to transition society, but we have to keep the bones. We can deal with the bones later. Right. Now, what about um, Walmart? Because we have a a FedEx pilot in our group, and he told me that Walmarts um, are actually being turned into, they were initially going to be like FEMA camps and quarantine, quarantine places. However, these are now kind of white hat replenishment stations. What do you know about that with the Walmarts? That's my understanding. And, and based on some of the research I've done, I've not talked about this much on the files, but it's starting to look like we had that supply chain interruption out of China that happened at such a, a, you know, at such a time that jammed up all the ports and things like that yeah. so that we could institute new uh, safeguards within that sector. And so it's very, very possible. It's my belief that Walmarts will be turned into some form of healing and community center going forward because we're going to have to have brick and mortar locations on the ground in all areas. This is the most efficient way to accomplish that with the existing infrastructure. And any military strategy generally functions on Occam's razor, which is the simplest explanation for a set of principles is usually the correct one. So if we go through and we convert Walmart, we know we have to drop Walmart anyway. We know that we froze all of Walmart's assets as, as um, part of EO13's, EO's 13818 and 13848. So we took control of that company at the top. And so I think it's very wow. possible given the time frame that we have um, had the amount of time necessary to really infiltrate those executive um, positions and get down into the decision-making. I think, I think at the community level though, based on some of my own experience and some of my research, I think we're yet to get there. I think that these decisions to um, institute new policies going forward are probably being tabled and and into the, in the design phase, but I don't think we're near implementation just yet. Hmm. Very good. So in that, that military uh, frame, because we know this is multi-pronged and that's, that's awesome. I think uh, Amazon's been taking as well, but uh, what do you see with the Ukraine war? Now I remember way back when um, uh, I went to the ARE Institute in Virginia beach, where Edgar Casey had predicted that Russia would be the savior of the world. And it's kind of looking that way right now. What, what are your thoughts on uh, Russia and Ukraine? Well, you know, as we've sort of talked about a lot here, uh, just between you and I and on different files everywhere, that's exactly what's going on. You know, we have a situation where Russia is, um, you know, sort of taking up the mantle against the uh, Khazarian mafia of the West. And it's always been the Khazarian mafia. Anytime the Russians have ever talked about the monster in the West, it was always the Khazarian banksters and the cabal. Mm -hmm. Um, And they, you know, it was the Russians who... Um, maybe for, for the first time in modern history, really faced them with extinction last time. Uh, the Tsar Vladimir the Great led a, a coalition of nations into what is now uh, modern-day Ukraine, actually, um, and in that area down by the Black Sea, um, and, and essentially showed them too much mercy. They gave them the choice to convert to a religion. That's how we ended up with this false culture. Um, it's how that narrative all came about. 
And so they reinvented themselves. They went to Europe, they went to the Mediterranean, they went down into the Judea areas and, you know, over the centuries have established control financially. They've established control at the top levels of um, society and government, typically through marriage, familial ceremonies. We know that, you know, in our history classes, even in our, even in our indoctrination history classes, they tell us that marriage was a political tool back in the day. I don't think we really understand, you know, fully how much that's really the case, you know, so the Russians are going in and they're draining a thousand, a multi-thousand year old swamp there in the Ukrainian countryside that had more than 50 U.S. DOD biolabs um, buried both above and underground, uh, fortified bunkers. We're talking L4 labs. We're talking top secret, above top secret labs. Um, a couple of those labs directly funded or excuse me, funded in, in um, concordance or I'm trying to figure out the word in conjunction, in conjunction with the Israeli Mossad. Um, and we had a bioweaponized version of the rabies virus, hydrocephalus, that was in one of those labs, which, of course, has about a 97% mortality rate in humans. And they were going to aerosolize that virus and release it into the major wind streams. Hmm. You know, so Russia has truly, in, in, in a way, we have seen Vladimir Putin already has sort of saved the world. Uh, this was a, if we remember, this Ukrainian war happened relatively quickly um, after the rhetoric shot up. Russia had about a year to build up its ammo and weapon supplies that converted a lot of their manufacturing. They went into full-time war mode in early 2021, knowing that Donald Trump was not going to be the optic president in the United States. And we know that the Russian foreign minister went and told the United Nations that much about four months after the elections, stating that the rightful president in the U.S. was overthrown. So this operation, I think, has been coordinated at, at some levels through Russian and military, uh, U.S. military intelligence. Um, and we're seeing a serious uh, desecration of their nefarious warfare complex happen before our very eyes. And it's only going to get more intense from here. Yeah, no doubt oh, about I, it. I have a good friend who's from Moscow and she sent over a, uh, a person to go to the Ukraine to report on it of someone who hated Putin. She got there and she said, OK, everything that you've heard about Putin, because she she reports to me the Russian news. Everything that we hear about Putin in the mainstream is wrong. And, and she absolutely agrees with you, S.G. Anon, what Putin is doing. Yeah, but I didn't know about Edgar Casey. That's interesting, Michael, because I read all of Edgar Casey starting, you know, when I was about 12. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which explains. Yeah, 70, 70 years ago, he, he predicted that Russia would be the uh, Russia would be the savior of the world. So, yeah, I mean, I think it, I think it's probably I think I just recently looked that up, too. So if you do the search, you can probably find it. But yeah, I, I uh, when I wrote my book, The Intuitive Warrior, I, I was they actually put it in their library and they they sold it uh, on the shelves there in the in the ARE too. So it was great great honor. So um, we've seen uh, you know Operation Paperclip. The Nazis went all over the world. Uh, they infiltrated uh, big pharma. I've had um, friends that have talked about um, that were big pharma doctors that went into underground military style bases and were doing um, lab you know, development work and so, and so forth, bioweapon work. What are your thoughts on uh, the big pharma and, and how that is going to be changed in the future or, or not? What do you, what do you think? Dr. Yeah, this is going to be the fall of big pharma. Mm. This will be the fall of big pharma and it needs to be the fall of the vaccine agenda. We went in 2020, by the way, when nobody was going anywhere, the number of children dying of SIDS, crib death, sudden infant death syndrome, went to about zero. And that's because they weren't taking the kids in for their routine childhood vaccinations. Now, I want the whole world to know 
pediatricians are paid based on how many shots they give. It's like a Yelp rating. The number of two-year-olds who are, quote, up to date on the schedule, that's how they get a pay grade raise. This is insanity. Uh, we replace SIDS with SADS, sudden adult death syndrome. It's become so obvious now that uh, the, the trust in all the governmental agencies, CDC should stand for COVID death cult. I mean, the all the governmental agencies are so corrupt. Remember when uh, Walensky said, well, we need whatever, $2 billion to redo. We've made some mistakes. No, you need a grenade in the building is what you need. You got to do it. needs to be leveled. Our entire medical system, it is so corrupt at this point. Uh, here in Maine, Merrill Nass, Dr. Merrill Nass, a world expert on the anthrax vaccine who has testified four times before the Senate on vaccines, is now just had her fourth hearing yesterday with the Board of Registration in Medicine because she prescribed ivermectin. So they're trying to take away her license. There's the State Board of Medical whatever. It just used to be your local doctor's. We just try to you know, keep our own house clean. Now we have a weaponized national board of medical whatever they are, and they're all fascists and they're going after all of the holistic doctors mm. who have done the right thing. Now I knew intuitively when it was time to renew my license in 2015, I said, you know what? I'm sick of the noose of the Board of Registration and Medicine around my neck. I'm just not gonna renew it, which turned out to be a really good thing. Because the FOIA requests that our state, you know, when I started to, well, especially after I was named one of the disinformation dozen, you know, and slapped all over the planet with Biden saying, you know, I was a murderer. It's now my favorite credential, I have to tell you. Um, but anyway, Big Pharma is going to go away. They have way too much control. When we now have an ICD code, that's a diagnostic code now when you go in for any procedure for being unvaccinated. Can you imagine? It's like, you know, diabetes, liver problem, non-vaccinated. Like this is some kind of diagnosis where they will track you. Now, Daniel Brinkley, who you probably know, the, the Marine who's died about three times and is but the funniest guy I've ever met. Absolutely. Daniel goes, the soul, the, the, the battle for the soul of humanity is being fought in healthcare. So what we need to do, everybody, is get out of those systems except for trauma, except for trauma. Now, there are some good doctors in the system, but boy, they are fighting for their lives. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, my colleague, Dr. Carrie Madej, I think she's about to just tell them, you know, take the license and shove it. Um, we have to do, we have to create a parallel system. And that's what we've done Except for, you know, like if, as Lee Merritt says, if you have a femur fracture, I'm sorry, you need someone trained like me, which is true. So we need trauma centers, mm -hmm. but we've got to literally clamp the cord on our use of the medical system. Like, first of all, everyone should know if you're healthy, the routine annual physical is a joke. There's no data whatsoever that that does anything. What is a well baby check? A well baby check is your opportunity to indoctrinate your child into the medical industrial complex through vaccines. They are now sometimes giving a kid seven shots at a time 
This has never been shown to be safe. So we have to question all those things, which we have never questioned up until now, but which a few of us have been, you know, telling you about for decades, um, you know, but, you know, I wouldn't go to the doctor, a regular doctor at this point. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Never, never. And I'm sure you feel the same SG. I don't know about you, unless you've got someone who's extraordinary because they're, they're stuck in that system and that system, you're not free at all. So SG, um, coming up on an hour, what are, what are your, uh, closing thoughts? Uh, what, what, what do you like to, uh, is there anything like you want to really put out there right now? Well, you know, kind of piggybacking off what Dr. Northrup was just describing there about, you know, clamping back on our usage of the matrix. That's really the way forward, right? We have to practice the self-sustaining. We're getting the awareness. We're getting the education. This is the giant classroom and we're in a huge practicum. So it's up, it's up for us. It's up to us to leverage our expanding awareness, take appropriate actions, get involved. You know, in many respects, yes, there is a military plan and there are multiple level, multi-angular military operations that are happening with or without we the people. But we the people are the true long-term plan. Why do you think Q was a thing? Q was the thing to get us involved. Q was a thing to create the Mil-Civ Alliance. Q was a thing to get us uh, sort of off the couch, if you will, to get to, uh, you know, stir our awareness, stir our awakening and help us to realize, wait a minute, the world's not just bad. The world is insane. The world is crazy and it's all on purpose. And because it's on purpose, that means that it's malleable and controllable and we can have that control. And so that's where we go from here. We have to focus on getting that control. We have to focus on, you know, thinking about where we put our money, thinking about where we put our time. And, and in all of that, it's really very important. I know that I'm hitting everybody with a lot of information, but it's also very important to feed the spiritual part of you. Your spiritual fuel is your fire. It's the, it's the fire that runs your kiln and it allows you to move throughout this world and impact things and change things. Cultivating your spiritual nature, cultivating your intuition will lead you slowly but surely to better situations, better timing better connections in life better you know happenstances that improve your uh, personal circumstances that improve your way of life that expand your awareness and understanding it's all very artful through how this you know this holy spirit sort of works through all of us and so cultivating that but remembering also that faith without action faith without works is not really a good effective tool um, we have to go and we have to put some action to it now that doesn't mean to quit your job now, it doesn't mean to you know take off extra time from your 40 hour week. I know you're all tired. I have a five year old. Good Lord. We have <laughs> we have such an incredible amount of energetic expenditure that goes on in our house. There's a lot of soul feeding that has to happen, um, you know, but at the end of the day, we take action where we can. We fit it into our schedule. We fit it into our routine. You know, hop on Google and spend that two minutes figuring out how your local city elections work. I can assure you Google knows. So you should know. Um, you know, we can, we can impact this matrix in a real way right here, right now. And the more of us doing that on mass together going forward. And, you know, as Dr. Northrop pointed out earlier, while simultaneously gathering together in that high flying place, there's no way we can lose. We can't lose. They're doomed. Ah, that's beautiful. And Dr. Northrop, I, I like to say that your, uh, truth has, is 
showing well on you. You look ravishing. Very good job. Thank <laughs> so, you. <laughs> yeah. So uh, final final words. What, what what would you like to leave the audience with? Uh, I want to just um, tell you about Alex Collier, the Andromedan contactee. Uh, Alex was a uh, army ranger, but he was taken up onto an Andromedan ship when he was eight. There are a lot of people like Alex, and he'd have men in black come and tell him, if you say anything, we'll kill you and your family. Ten years ago, he said the men in black showed up and said, you can talk now. They're all dead. Now, Alex has a lot of intel that he can't talk about. But here's what he does say. We're going to be fine. Focus on what you want. What do you want? So our group up in Harpswell, Maine, uh, yesterday had a little thing where everyone goes around two minutes. What what's your 2030? Not their 2030. What's your agenda 2030? And just spend some time on what do you want to see here? You know, beautiful gardens, um, you know, food forest abundance, that person's thing where we have uh, we have food forests in all of our backyards. Maybe the median strip in the highway is all fruit trees. You know, these are the sorts of things that we can dream it. If we can think it, if we can feel it, it can manifest. That's how it is here on planet Earth. It's why it's so special. It's why we humans are so special. You think it and you can manifest it. So we're going to be okay. Let's create heaven on Earth together. That's fabulous. And uh, how can people reach you if they want to? Dr. Northrup. DrNorthrup.com and uh, mm -hmm. contact us on the website and then we'll get your we'll get your email. But all my stuff is there on DrNorthrup.com. I have a, a sub stack that I'm enjoying. Just did a four-part detox special on that. I'm on a Twitter. Twitter's fun now. I can actually yeah. tell the truth. I know, right? <laughs> right. It's really fun. I'm following you on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And uh, SG, how can people reach you? I, I, I follow your, I follow both of you all the time. It's, it's, it's fantastic, but you, you're doing a really good job out there. How can people reach you, SG? I have two authentic channels that I use for folks. I'm on rumble.com slash user slash Q News Patriot. Uh, other Rumble channels are fakes. And I'm on Truth Social at the handle Real SGNon, and it has a red check mark now, if you can believe it. Wow. Good job. Good. Donald. And the other ones, of course, are fakes, obviously. And Truth Social is now telling you that. All right. Very good. Very good. All right. All right. Ladies, gentlemen, thank you very much. It's been uh, it's been an honor and a pleasure. You guys have really, you know, uh, revealed some amazing information. I, I loved uh, Dr. Northrup. You, you asked some really good questions there. I was like, wow, take, take it. <laughs> no, I, I really enjoy both of you very much. And uh, I know the audience does as well. So uh, look forward to maybe having you guys back and uh, doing this again. Thanks a lot. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Jacob. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Until next time, stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality. Thank you.